Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tamara Tamu Show, where dreams have no filter. So this episode, I'm so excited about, and I know I say that about each and every one of the episodes, but really this one is, it's a hot one. I didn't even have a title for this one. I really didn't know what to call it because the the topic is going to sound as if this this episode is three topics in one, but really everything that we're going to discuss, it's all tied in. Okay, so let's, I, I, and I'm not going to even worry about how long it's going to be. This may be probably one of the most lengthy ones. So I'll just tell you that up front. So you may want to, you know, if you're listening to this, if you're working out, or, you know, even if you're driving, you may want to listen to this in two parts. So let's just get, let's get right into this. Now, the first thing I want to say is one of the hindrances that can you know, come into our lives when we, when we decide to accept the life that we desire. One of the hindrances is seeking answers and or approval outside of ourselves, okay? When we do that, when we seek answers or seek guidance outside of ourselves, it can cause us to not trust the God within that is always guiding us in every single decision that we make in our life from the day-to-day, from moment-to-moment, even the decisions that we humans have decided that are minute. We are constantly being guided constantly being guided. This especially happens, well, let me let me back up a little bit. We can start to look outside of ourselves when, you know, we're, we've decided to embrace, you know, what we really want. And then all of a sudden, all these challenges start to arise in our lives, challenges that we would call problems, which you know, in reality, if we can give ourselves permission to look at it a different way, those challenges are really opportunities. Those challenges are, they're not problems. They are simply ways or this, there are ways that can cause our, you know, the constructs that we have develop for ourselves that are no longer working, those start to crumble. And so we can, it can feel like a challenge because it, it's not just something that's crumbling on the inside of us. There are things in our environment that would appear to be crumbling. Okay. When they're, they're crumbling so that the new things can take root. All right. Now we can, let me go back to what I was saying. We start to look outside of ourselves when these challenges start to take place. Because what do we do? We let our intellect get in the way and then we immediately start to stop trusting ourselves. We start to stop 
trusting ourselves. We immediately think that we did something wrong. So we completely forget about what we have overcome before. We forget about what we have been able to thrive through and go through to become the person that we are right now. Also, when things seem or appear to go wrong, when we look outside of ourselves for answers or opportunities, that moves us further and further and further away from that highest version of ourselves that God, our soul, whatever term you want to use, is wanting to channel through us. Then we take it a step further. Then we tell ourselves, well, I just don't know what to do. So I'm just going to, you know, look for someone else to tell me what to do. Instead of, of stopping and saying to the God within us, okay, I surrender, guide me. I now accept your help and continual guidance. We don't do that. Instead, we go to another person expecting for that person to do something for us or to tell us what to do. Now, here's where I am going to shift gears a little bit. You know, we're, we're still in the same book, but we're about to tiptoe into another chapter. So when it comes to us looking outside of ourselves, this is how coaching has become such a huge industry. It is also how spirituality has become a big industry. So before I get into the meat of this conversation, I want to address a few things here. Because some of you may be asking, well, are you saying, you know, Temu, are you saying that coaching is wrong? Are you saying that, you know, having a spiritual coach is wrong? Absolutely not. The first thing I want to say is that having a coach is a beautiful thing. And going forward in this conversation, I'm going to, I'm going to say, you'll hear me use the terms coach, mentor, teacher. I am going to use those terms interchangeably. And I'm going to be specifically talking about those that call themselves, you know, spiritual coaches, spiritual mentors, spiritual teachers. Okay. So this is now I understand why, you know, spirituality that space has become so big. And I think it's a beautiful thing because that means that more and more people are starting to realize that there's so much more to them than what they just see in the mirror. Okay, so that is a wonderful thing. Now, let me go back to what I was going to say. Having a coach, having a mentor, teacher, spiritual otherwise can be a very positive experience for both the coach and the people or person that they are assisting. As a matter of fact, when this is done correctly, the relationship 
is supposed to be mutually beneficial for both the mentee and the mentor. They are both learning from each other. Also, the spiritual coaching and teaching that is happening that has just seemed to just has seemed to just expand and keeps expanding. I also view it as a positive thing because from my perspective, none of us were put here to experience life, to journey through life by ourselves. In fact, the most spiritual thing that we can all do is be in relationship, divine relationship, and in divine community with each other. And here's a side note here. If you were to look at any of the ancient, you know, spiritual systems, uh, specifically in Africa, it was all about being together and having community. Okay, so no, I before I continue on, no, coaching and having a community of people to help you is not a bad thing. All right. However, what I have noticed is that people can become so attached to spiritual mentors and teachers. And again, I want to focus on the spiritual space. All right. People get so attached to that person that they have completely abandoned their own power, their own God, God power. They look at this person as, you know, this is, this is my teacher. You know, they have something that I don't have. They have a message that I'm not getting, which is not true. And that is where the real problem can arise. All right. The real problem becomes when that teacher, that mentor, that coach notices that and does not address it. All right. Another point I want to make is when a person starts to experience positive changes in their lives, they attribute that change to this one person that they call their coach, mentor, teacher. Now, what I'm addressing with that is different from expressing your appreciation to somebody who has helped you. What I am talking about are situations where a person is so attached that they look to that coach as their actual power source. It's almost like they can't make decisions unless they talk to that coach, teacher, or mentor first. And it doesn't even have to be talking to them. They could be in such a place of there, there are so many challenges going on in their life that they could just be on YouTube looking for some answer or on, you know, Instagram looking just for some type of inspirational video that those are the types of things that I'm talking about. And if you're listening to this and you do call yourself 
a, a spiritual coach, mentor, teacher, even if you don't call yourself that, and or you know you're going through some challenges right now, and you keep telling yourself, "God, I just need some someone to just tell me what to do." I, I, I'm bringing this up because I want you to please be mindful of that. There is never a challenge that's big enough for you to have to look outside of yourself for an answer or and for a way through it. All right. So, for example, I have gone through therapy myself. My therapist, and I don't care if I never, you know, see her again, but I will always refer to her as my my therapist because her approach was and is about self-empowerment, not telling me what I should do, but to trust what I already know, that my therapist guided me back to my intuition, guided me back to my internal guidance system, guided me back to my own soul. So if you are working with or you decide to work with someone, therapist, coach, teacher, mentor, that needs to be the base, the foundation of the relationship is to get you back to your own internal guiding system. Also, still shifting gears again, still in the same book, tiptoeing into another chapter. This is for you if you call yourself a teacher, coach, mentor. You need to make sure that the people that are in your space are not looking at you as their savior or their source of anything. If you notice someone having that type of attachment or they're moving into that type of attachment, then you have a massive responsibility to say to that person, hold on one damn minute. I am not your guide. The guide within you, the God within you, the good within you is your guide. I am only here to remind you of that. I am only here to help you recognize through God's eyes opportunities in your challenges and the infinite possibilities in the vision that is carrying you. If you are a coach, leading people and you are not doing that, then you don't have a community. You don't have a healthy community. You don't have a healthy space, membership, container, vortex. And I'm using all these words that I'm, I hear or whatever other words you want to use. You don't have that. You don't have a healthy space. What you have are the work, work workings of a cult. Yes. And I'm bringing this up because there is this feeling in the air. I don't know how to, how to even say it, a vibe where, and again, this is a good thing, where people are 
wanting to experience more life. They have these big visions. You have this big vision for yourself and you want to experience more. That is your soul calling. You are feeling that you want to be more connected to yourself. That is God. That's that God pull within you telling you, okay, come back to me. Come back to God, the God within you. But we have to be mindful of these things so that we are not clipped at our knees if we are not being responsible with, and, and I'm talking to, you know, leaders, coaches, teachers, if we're not responsible in the spaces that we, we create. And I'm also bringing this up because this is not something, this is something that I have lived this is from experience. This is not from me watching a YouTube video or watching an Instagram live. I've lived this. Okay. So uh, another thing I've, I've noticed is that there are people that call themselves coaches, teachers, mentors, who will preface something that they are about to say with, oh, this could trigger some of you, or what I say could trigger some people, or trigger warning. While that may be true, that does not give anyone an excuse to say abusive things, do abusive things, or say fucked up, or do fucked up things. Okay? That's not an excuse. Because whatever you say, and this is for all of us, not you know, for every human, whatever you say, and this is why I also go heavy on our words, whatever you say, you will be accountable for the words that come out of your mouth. Okay. Also, your help. Now, going back to what I just said about, you know, you, you, you can't just say, oh, this is a trigger warning, and then that be an excuse just to be irresponsible for the words that come out of your mouth. If you're helping people, yes, you want to be honest, but you also need to make sure that the people that you're working with and whatever you say is a God-led, love-led, infinite spirit-led message. Just because you preface something by saying, oh, this may trigger you, that does not excuse you for being accountable for your words. You also need to understand that if you do get a message that you feel like is from God, that's inspired, make sure that you actually need to share it because oftentimes the messages are just for you at that time. It may not be for anybody else but you. So that is what I want to share. Now, it took me a minute to um, talk about that, but I just, I felt guided to, uh, my intellect was being very disruptive through analyzing, you know, what any of this has to do with accepting our vision, our dream, and stepping into the higher version of ourselves 
that our soul desires. But what we just have discussed has everything to do with it. Because your job, when you're stepping into that highest version of yourself, when you are saying, okay, vision, I'm going to allow you to carry me. I'm not going to water you down. Oftentimes, it means doing things that go against the intellect. So for example, for me, stepping into high, the highest version of myself, for me, really embracing the higher vision that I have, it means part, part of that means speaking from my experiences and integrating that into my work. Like I said before, I'm going to repeat it. What I just talked about, it comes from wisdom that I've acquired from my own challenges, and I'm integrating that into my life. I've also talked about on uh, previous episodes how, you know, I'm done trying to segment myself. So, you know, I am, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a granddaughter, I'm an aunt, I'm a friend, I'm an author, I'm an apparel designer, I'm an entertainer, I'm a writer, I'm a painter, a speaker, a singer. You know, I carry all of that with me. And that is my life. I don't believe that we have to segment any parts of ourselves. A lot of times, uh, let's just take the simple example. We have work, then we have our personal life. Why do we have to separate those things? I believe for me, maybe I'll just use this for me. It's part of my vision that I get to integrate all of those things into how I create wealth. I don't have to separate anything out. So to not talk about what we just discussed would go against everything that I've been saying on this podcast. And I also just want to leave you with this. Please, please understand this. To be human is to be spiritual. To be spiritual is to be human. To be human is to experience what your soul really desires. And if you are feeling unfulfilled or even, even a little empty, that's a good thing. That's a good thing because you've got another level to experience. There's another level for you to experience. And there's nothing more spiritual about that. There's nothing more spiritual about you saying, you know, I've got this vision. I have these goals. I have, I have these beautiful dreams and I'm stepping into them. I don't care. I don't need anyone's permission. If challenges arise, I know that I'm good because as far as I'm concerned, the vision that I have is a done deal. Those challenges are simply ways for my life to be adjusted so that I can receive everything that the universe, God has already prepared for me. So you don't need to look outside of yourself for anything. Yes, having a coach is good, 
but only when that coach is guiding you back to your internal guiding system. The relationship is good only when the coach is guiding you back to your own power, your own intuition, your soul. And I felt also it was very important for me to just really hone in on the spirituality aspect of it because, you know, there's, there's always been a lot of things going on in the world, always. Things that are uncomfortable. But I feel like even more so now, you know, people are searching for more meaning. And that can be a dangerous thing because you have people who are full of ego who will take advantage of that. And if you are listening to my podcast, I do not want you to be taken advantage of. If you are a a teacher, you're in that space where where you are in the spiritual space and you're calling yourself a leader or an expert or a spiritual coach, mentor, I want you to be mindful of the aura or the essence or the the, um, relationships that you have with the people in your space. So that is it. Uh, Like I said, um, I wasn't sure how long this episode was going to go. And please share this with your friends, your family, share this with everyone you know. Also comment if you have a comment for me. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to email me info at tamuinc.com. Thanks again for tuning in today. And until next time, cheers to you.